0: welcome to the first episode of just a guy and his journey back to God today I'm going to be reading as I mentioned we're gonna be starting with uh, Isaiah so this is Isaiah 1 but before I start I just wanted to let you know and just to talk to you briefly so as, as I said in the introduction I have felt like this is something I'm supposed to do and I'm doing it out of obedience versus anything else. I have tons of concerns. I have concerns that I'm being arrogant. I don't have a lot of insights. I'm not a theologian. I'm just a guy. And one of the things that I'm, I'm working on, I'm struggling with is this, I, I have my own concerns. I have my own nerves, my doubts and whatnot. And as soon as I've recorded that very first introduction um, podcast, immediately, I started to have doubts. I started to have concerns. I started to have things be harder for me to do be, such as praying, such as reading my Bible daily. And it th- it just became much more challenging for me. And I don't know why, but I do t- I typically do things where I then get dis- I got distracted. I got very distracted. And with this for with a podcast, I started thinking about okay, I need to have a webpage I need to get artwork. I want to have music with this because it's not just good enough to have me just talking. So I I got all absorbed in that, thinking about that. Of course, you know I'm not. I haven't done any of that because I'm still trying to figure it out. But I wound up getting sidetracked. And often I have found when I am tr- working and trying to be a better Christian, a better son of God. I tend to, in the initial stages, get distracted. I then have my prayer life suffer. When I get on my knees, my mind is blank. And I sit there and I feel like such a failure. God, how can I be you know, coming back to you or be doing your will and I can't even talk to you? And I struggle with that. And so the struggle's real. And um, I just wanted to share that with you because if you're feeling that, if you go through that at any time, you're not alone. It's, it's what I, what I do all the time. So with that, I mentioned in the introduction that we are going to cover and start with Isaiah. So I'm just going to read through Isaiah one. It's a little bit of a long chapter. Um, but there's, there's so many good insights in here. At least I think they are. And so I'll just read through the chapter. Then I'll talk about the, the sections that I've highlighted that in my Bible and my thoughts on it. Then We'll move on from there. So, anyways, Isaiah one. Also, please keep in mind that as we go about these readings of the Old Testament, we use a lot of different names, or there are a lot of different names. Please forgive me because I'm going to butcher them. I'm also not going to be the most. Uh, I'm not going to be the, the most perfect reader at this point. I assume that I will get better reading out loud as time goes on. The vision concerning Judah and Jerusalem that Isaiah, son of Amos saw during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, listen, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I reared children and brought them up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows his master, the donkey his owner's manger, but Israel does not know, my people do not understand. Ah, sinful nation, a people loaded with guilt, a brood of evildoers, children given to corruption, They have forsaken the Lord. They have spurned the Holy One of Israel and turned their backs on him. Why should you be beaten anymore? Why do you persist in rebellion? Your whole head is injured. Your whole heart afflicted. From the soles of your foot to the top of your head, there is no soundness. Only wounds and welts and open sores, not cleansed and bandaged or soothed with oil. Your country is desolate. Your cities burned with fire. Your fields are being stripped by foreigners right before you, laid waste as when overthrown by strangers. The daughter of Zion is left, like a shelter in a vineyard, like a hut in a field of melons, like a city under siege. Unless the Lord Almighty has left us some survivors, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been like Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord. You rulers of Sodom, listen to the law of our God. You people of Gomorrah, The multitude of your sacrifices, what are they to me, says the Lord? I have more than enough of burnt offerings, of rams and the fat of fattened animals. I have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to appear before me, who has asked this of you, this trampling of my courts? Stop bringing me meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. New moons, Sabbaths, and Convocations, I cannot bear your evil assemblies. Your new moon festivals and your pointed feast, my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I turn away I, I I am wary of burning of hearing them. You spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even if you if even if your many prayers I will not listen. No, even if you offer many prayers I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood, Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Encourage the oppressed. Defend the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient you will eat the best from the land but if you resist and rebel you will be devoured by the sword for the mouth of the Lord has spoken see how the faithful city has become a harlot see once a full see once was full of she once was full of justice righteousness used to dwell in her but now murderers your silver has become like has become dross your choice wine is diluted with water your rulers are rebels companions of thieves they all love bribes and chase after gifts they do not defend the cause of the fatherless the widows case does not come before them therefore the lord the lord almighty the mighty one of of israel declares i will get relief i will get relief from my foes and avenge myself on my enemies i will turn my land against you i will thoroughly purge away your dross and remove all your impurities I will restore your judges as in days of old, your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you will be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion will be redeemed with justice, her uh, penitent ones with righteousness. But rebels and sinners will both be broken, and those who forsake the law will perish. I'm sorry, and those who forsake the Lord will perish. You will be ashamed because of the, sacrifice, the sacred oaks in which you were, have delighted. You will be disgraced because of the gardens that have, you have chosen. You will be like an oak with fading leaves, like a garden without water. The mighty man will become tender and his work a spark. Both will burn together with no one to quench the fire. That is the end of chapter one. So, bottom line, there's a lot of elements here and... The parts that I take out of it is there's, there's various concepts here. One is about sin, which equals rebellion and equals guilt. So, you know, God is talking about the fact that He reared children and brought them up, but they have rebelled against Him. And then in verse 4, I think it is 4, 3 or 4, I need a bigger a Bible with bigger font. Um, yeah it's four a sinful nature nature nation a people loaded with guilt when you sin and you rebel against God's will you then have guilt I know that that's what I experience and my heart is is a serious problem in that time my my self-esteem who I am I feel bad even though I may be doing something that supposedly should make me happy making money you know whatever, doing things that, that feel good or whatever it might be, it's just, you know, buying toys. It just doesn't, if it's not in God's will, then it's really, the, it's just rebellion. And I talk about I, for my notes, um, why should you be beaten anymore? Why do you persist in rebellion? Your whole head is injured. Your whole heart afflicted from the sole of your feet, your foot to the top of your head bottom line is, why do we continue to do that when we know that it hurts us? We rebel. In our rebellion, it equals injury to the self, and not just like our finger, but our whole self. So when we're talking about sin, we're talking about rebellion, we're talking about not doing God's will. That's ultimately this section. But it's the whole part of the, especially in Isaiah, it talks tremendously about how Israel and his people, which I'm a part of his people. I'm born again, I've been baptized numerous times by my own choice, um, when I came back to God on a couple of occasions. And yet then I rebel, and so I'm one of those people. And then it also talks about the country, and at times it, the rulers. And I can't help right now than thinking about in our own nation how we were so blessed. We are the light on to the on the hill, and then we started to lose our way. We didn't give God credit. We're, you know, really not one nation under God, um, as a as a priority or as a people anymore. And then all of a sudden, our leaders stop being righteous, and they love the bribes. They stop listening to um, the, the, ple- the the plight of the uh, the fatherless and the widow. And they focus more upon themselves. And just think about our, our leadership in Congress right now. You know, that's is what I think about. Is they're, they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars, some of them, when all they've ever done is be in Congress. So, you know, I just think about that part, going through some of this. And, you know, then, but then God t- says, the, come back, right? says, your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my stop, sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Encourage the oppressed. Defend the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Grace, forgiveness, is what he's offering. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best from your land. God will bless you. God will bless me. If we are obedient obedient, this is all about being faithful and, and being asking for forgiveness and being forgiven. So with that in, in, in mind, I now have a leaf blower apparently going outside my window. But I encourage you, brothers and sisters, understand where we're at. We're God's children. He loves us. When we rebel, it's harmful against us. It causes welts from our head to our toes and our internal who we are. Pray for our nation. Pray for yourself. I thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening. And I thank you for listening to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Isaiah 1.